Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And time once again for Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner. And those folks in Jordan, Minnesota, that make the best patio furniture in the whole world. Called By the Yard. We'll talk with Jim in just moments. Uh, Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner always want me to remind you to make sure to keep our feathered friends happy. Uh, one of which is uh, keep clean, fresh water out for them. Not only to, to, to drink, but certainly to bathe. And a couple of other things. Clean those bird feeders and bird houses regularly. Talking about a 10% bleach solution, killing the bacteria, things like that. And the birds love the seed from Cardinal Corner. It's the freshest. Freshest you're going to find anywhere. From one-pound bags to 50-pound bags. And if you have not uh, subscribed to their newsletter, it's free. They have a monthly newsletter, all sorts of tips. Just get online at cardinalcorner.com. And if you need a gift idea, boy, stop in, see the ladies at Cardinal Corner. You're going to find more than feeders and bird baths. That is a promise. Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler in South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location. Call them, 651-455-6556. Or online, as I said, at cardinalcorner.com. You're going to find that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim Gilbert, officially 62 in the Twin Cities. 62? Oh, wow, we're 64. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe maybe it's because the water temperature here is in the 70s. Maybe. And, and, and we got a southeast wind, and we live on the northwest side of the lake, Lake Waconia. 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. So anyway, we're 64. Heavy overcast, though. And with these southeast winds, it's ominous. It just feels like something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Like rain. Yep. <laughs> okay. There's a one lone morning dev out here cooing, and several swallows high overhead. They're twittering. But uh, not a lot of other bird music. I didn't even hear a northern cardinal this morning. Sunrise, 613. Sunset eight twenty two. So today in the Twin Cities area we have fourteen hours nine minutes of daylight. We've lost two minutes and some seconds of daylight since yesterday. Eighteen minutes since last Sunday, and one hour and twenty seven minutes is a total daylight loss since June twentieth, our summer solstice, and of course the longest daylight period of the year. We still have five hours and 23 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, the winter solstice. The normal high for today is 81, normal low 63. Records for today, August 13th in the Twin Cities include a high 98, set in 1880, and the low 48, set in 1924 and again in 1997. The most rain we've ever received on this date in recorded history, a little over two inches, 2.05 inches on this date in 2007. The moon 
is in the last quarter stage tomorrow night. Um, today, it sets at 12.29 this afternoon. I was going to say you can go out and see it right now, but it's too cloudy. But it's kind of fun to be able to see it during the daylight, too. But it'll rise again at 11.40 tonight. Our next full moon is September 6th. A week from Monday is a solar eclipse. Rod Nerdall, the consulting astronomer for the Minnesota Weather Guides for the past 28 years, says that the August 21st solar eclipse is being called the Great American Eclipse, a well-deserved name since it will likely be the most viewed eclipse ever. Not since February 26, 1979, have viewers in the U.S. been able to see an eclipse as dramatic as this one. For people living along a 30-mile-wide path stretching from Salem, Oregon, through St. Louis, Missouri, to Columbia, South Carolina, the moon will completely cover the sun, a total eclipse. Here in the upper Midwest, over 80% of the sun will be blocked by the moon at mid-eclipse, causing a real dimming of sunlight around 1 p.m. That's on the 21st now of, of August. Because the eclipse will not be total, you have to take precautions to protect for eye damage. Now, for us, we're going to use my little reflecting telescope and be reflecting on a, on a screen, the image, and we'll view the solar eclipse that way. The eclipse starts at 11.44 and maximum is at 1.07 and ends at 2.29. What do you think? Are you going to be able to get out and see it? Well, as a matter of fact, yes, Mike Lynch, I got uh, some uh, glasses, special glasses from Mike Lynch this past week, and he, he urged, and he's been doing this to, for our listeners, uh, that uh, don't, I mean, you can look at it with the, the proper glasses because some of them are, are not very good, he said, but the, these are good. And uh, don't look through your telescope or binoculars, even if you have the glasses, because of the magnification can, can, can right. blind you. So That's right. Yeah, so that's would, a good reason what, why you're doing it your method, your way. What I'm going to do, uh, I'll talk about this again next Sunday sure. because then it will be the, just the day before. Right. Uh, during daylight hours, white line sphinx moths, those are also called the hummingbird moths because they can hover in the air like a hummingbird. They visit garden flowers such as petunias. Showy garden perennial plants blooming now include hydrangeas, uh, Russian sage, rudbeckia, like the black-eyed Susan, phlox, purple cone flowers, and so on. Gardeners are busy harvesting celery, green peppers, onions, carrots, beets, potatoes, tomatoes, muskmelons, watermelons, cucumbers, zucchini, cabbage, sweet corn, and even more. It's the height of bloom for the wild cucumber. Now, this is an annual vine with upright clusters. These upright clusters are, you know, six, eight inches long with white flowers. It, this vine can be seen, and it's not a very thick vine, but it can seen, be seen growing on fences and other structures and growing up into shrubs and way up into trees. Both butternut and black walnut trees have full-size green fruits uh, and they're showing some yellow leaflets. And it's when you see these butternuts and black walnut trees uh, with their golden yellow leaflets, like right now it's a, kind 
kind of preview a preview of of the fall colors. Purple martins, the largest member of the swallow family, are lined up on some utility lines as they prepare for migration. Diane and Dave Herring um, live near Waterville. It's in the Mankato area. Uh, report that they are still seeing a few fireflies, not nearly as many as they saw, of course, during July. Recently, they saw they saw um, a, a newly harvested small grain field. I don't know what it could have been. Um, could have been winter wheat. It could have been oats. But anyway, out in this field near Fairboat was just it was just like full of Canada geese uh, gleaning, looking for those extra seeds. Near their home, they have seen tree swallows lined up on utility wires, staging for migration. And note that yesterday, a male northern cardinal was singing in their yard at 5.50 a.m. I was listening this morning to see if we could hear them here, but we didn't. And they saw yesterday morning hundreds of orb spiderwebs covered with dewdrops, and these were sparkling in the, in the low sun at 7.30. Most ruby-throated hummingbirds leave northern Minnesota by September 12th and southern Minnesota by September 25th. Right now, there's a feeding frenzy at many feeding stations, so people will put out more feeders. Here in southern Minnesota, the young of the year have joined the others, and there are also some hummingbird migrants from the north. Art and Barb Straub from the sewer have seen up to 50, that's five zero, great egrets and 29 great blue herons in the former uh, Lesseur wastewater treatment ponds, right along 169. I noticed that myself when I was driving to St. Peter last weekend. They also have been seeing tree swallows and barn swallows lined up on utility wires. Art and Barb Straub remind me that the ninth annual Henderson Hummingbird Hurrah is coming up next Saturday, August 19th, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., rain or shine. The Henderson Hummingbird Hurrah is a family event that celebrates the ruby-throated hummingbird, Minnesota's smallest bird. This is a free event open to the public featuring hummingbird banding from 9 to noon, children's activities, speakers, garden tours, and more. Birders and garden enthusiasts will gather at Bender Park and Minnesota New Country School. They're they're close together. They're just a couple blocks apart in Henderson. Now Henderson's a picturesque town along the Minnesota River near Lesseur, between Belle Plaine and St. Peter. And uh, of course, everybody, if they just take a few moments' time standing in the garden, they will definitely see um, ruby-throated hummingbirds. Got a couple other things about this. I'll be there at the Hummingbird Hurrah uh, next Saturday starting at 9 and at an educational booth and we'll be happy to answer nature questions and listen to nature observations and stories. I will also have with me the new Just Off the Press 2018 editions of the Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendar and Almanac and the Weather Guide Environment Engagement Calendars. They'll be for sale but I also have order sheets to take home. Yesterday, 
I took the water temperature of Lake Waconia off the more than 300-foot-long dock system at the Intown Marina. It was 76 degrees, a drop of 7 degrees since July 31st. The staff of the Intown Marina report that muskies have begun biting. A 50-inch muskie was caught lately. Uh, sunfish and largemouth bass fishing is also good. On Friday, the water temperature of Gilmore Lake, that's near Dorset in Hubbard County, was 70 degrees. On August 2nd, it was 80. That's according to Tom Theogis. Al Senechal notes that Malax Lake dropped 8 degrees from mid-July. This past Friday morning, it was 71 degrees. Jim Hubbard from Little Rock Lake in Benton County, that's near Rice, I uh, recorded 71 degrees for the lake temperature yesterday. And I should mention that 70 degrees is kind of the cutoff for safe swimming. Of course, everybody's body type's a little bit different. Some people can stand a little colder water, but we, we kind of aim for that 70 degrees. And we're, we're just around that now for, for the Minnesota lakes and Wisconsin, for that matter. The flying grasshopper with the black wings that we see along trails and in short grassy areas is called the Carolina grasshopper. Rick Haley has been seeing the Carolina grasshoppers on the wing since July 30th in the Delano area. Yesterday I saw several eastern tiger swallowtail butterflies. These yellow and black four to five inch wing spread butterflies sure like to drink nectar from our purple cone flowers the zinnias, even saw them on marigolds yesterday. Tom Bovers from Faribault saw the giant swallowtail, and that's an even bigger butterfly. In fact, I think it's Minnesota's largest butterfly. Um, bigger, They're a little bit bigger than the eastern tiger swallowtails. So the giant swallowtail, he saw one in his yard on Friday, and another one at Riverbend Nature Center just yesterday. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield, report that Baltimore Orioles are still coming to their feeding station. Monarch butterflies, um, like the native blooming plant called Blazing Star, Ray is a beekeeper and took off his first honey last, just this past Thursday, August 10th. From just two supers, he got 50 pounds. He said it looks like a very good honey year so far. Mm, I I got more. Well, but maybe we need to talk about by the yard. Well, let's. I'm going to kind of segue into that. But Jim, uh, you uh, received. We received a nice email just the other day from uh, Kay in Waconia. Okay. They enjoy feeding and seeing the many birds, etc. But they have a red-tailed hawk, and they found one a dead goldfinch feathers from three more birds. Now we removed. They said all feeders planning to wait about two weeks before they reappear. We also have a smaller dog who loves to lie in the sun, the sunny yard. Uh, that the hawk rated. First of all, the question is, should they be concerned about that hawk? Oh, about the, taking the small dog. Is that right? Yeah, that, that's what I I, I I don't, I really don't think so. Because even though the hawk seems big, it only weighs, you know, like three pounds. Well, Kay also it's, said they love listening to the show and have our first by-the-yard furniture, not our last, she said, a chair her husband retired a month ago after 57 years in the ministry. Now she wants one. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Kay, uh, you talk to your husband, and, the, and your husband's going to love that. He knows it already. He's not going to hear you say, hey, move that furniture. You can leave it out. You're in and you're out. So thanks, Kay, for, for that. Jim and I love this CCO Land Company oh. called By the Art. I was trying to think how many years we've been talking about it. It's got to be at least 15 years, maybe more. I, was, I think so, but yeah. I know I know some of ours has been on here ten years. Well, it's then maybe really, it's closer it, to twenty. I'm not and, sure. Yeah, but ours ours still looks like new. And it's you know, such you, when you wash it off, it can get dusty. Oh, but sure. Or, you know, but you just wipe wipe it off, and it it looks like new. Yeah, it's environmentally friendly. It's made out of recycled plastic milk jugs. It's still family run. Still a family CCO business down near Jordan, Minnesota. Great. Uh, 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 the site down there is such an easy drive, wouldn't you say, Jim? You can, well, it's just you a matter just, of minutes. Yeah, it's on the just, showroom. It's just, um, a, a ways, just a few miles. I, I took the mileage and I forgot what it is now. But just a few miles past the Chaska exit on 169. And of course, they're going to be at the Minnesota State Fair. We'll talk more about that. But if you want to give them a call, get that catalog. Here's a couple of ways to do it 952 492. 2777. You could also find out and order that catalog on the internet. Just go to buytheyard.net. We love that furniture. Oh, yes. Jim, we have about uh, two minutes or so to go. Okay. Captain Rob Herring from Optima Charters out of Canal Park in Duluth reports that yesterday morning at 8, four miles out of Duluth, the Lake Superior surface temperature was 64, but down 105 feet was only. 42 degrees. Um, they continue to fish for lake trout. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutzen Report, Friday they saw seven species of migrating warblers in their yard. Um, juvenile white-throated sparrows and their parents are eating ripe, wild raspberries. As far as fields, field and wildflowers, this is the yellow season of the summer. Some of the plants with showy yellow flowers now include, and these some of these flowers, and we saw them when we were there too, they grow in big clusters. Okay, some include uh, the tall sunflower, black-eyed Susan, Canada goldenrod, evening primrose, the mullins, and, of course, common tansy. Richard and, and Don Young from Fridley, who are campground hosts this summer at Lake Bemidji State Park report. Water temperature at Lake Bemidji on Friday was 70 degrees. Yesterday, this Saturday, they counted 24 common loons in a group out on the lake. They've been seeing monarch butterflies the last two weeks and noticed an abundance of Franklin's ground squirrels. They said it's good to see the large numbers of families enjoying the great outdoors in the Minnesota system. Julie Brophy from Victoria reports, as more acorns fall, they also see more wood ducks come ashore to feed on them. They live right on the edge of a big pond. And eastern chipmunks are busy collecting these acorns, too. And Julie says common tree frogs have joined the nighttime insect chorus in their yard. Of course, insect chorus includes things like snowy tree crickets, common field crickets, the Katie did, and more. Beautiful time of the year. It really is. Well, expect a few showers, I think. We'll talk about that forecast coming up, Jim. But let's uh, let's talk more about the eclipse when we chat next week. What do you say? Okay. Good deal. Thank you, Jim. Have a good week.
You too. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning here on 830 WCCO. 62 now. We'll have a look at that forecast coming up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.